Welcome back to the Bitcoin layer. Happy 4th of July weekend, everybody. Today, we're taking a bit of a departure from our normal markets and Bitcoin coverage. And I'm going to talk to you about eight of my favorite charts when it comes to Bitcoin on-chain indicators that paint a better picture about where we are in Bitcoin's four-year cycle, how things are shaping up from the macro perspective, and why Bitcoin's next supply shock could align with the Fed's next easing. Let's talk about it in the video up next. The Bitcoin layer is proud to be partnered with River and Foundation Devices. Stay tuned to the video to learn more. So today I'm going to walk you guys through several charts. I'm going to walk you through bull and bear market charts, right? Every single bull market, every single bear market that Bitcoin has had uh, and things that lead us to believe that we have already put in our cycle bottom for this Bitcoin cycle and also a few having charts. As many of you guys know, and if you are unaware, every 210,000 blocks Bitcoin supply gets cut in half. So as of right now, 6.25 Bitcoin are issued every 10 minutes. And we're less than one year away, roughly 44,000 blocks or roughly 10 months away from Bitcoin supply schedule being cut from 6.25 blocks every 10 minutes or 6.25 Bitcoin every 10 minutes to 3.125 new Bitcoin issued every 10 minutes. And of course, that's a pretty big supply shock. It's 50% and that continues happening, happening roughly every four years until the year 2140 when every remaining Bitcoin has been mined. Uh, that's a pretty powerful thing. Of course, we know different commodities, they're increasingly difficult to mine, uh, but then new technology comes out, new capital capital is allocated and there's this competition to mine these things more efficiently that generally results in a price equilibrium and some minor gains, of course, as, as uh, the underlying money gets debased in the United States dollar or whatever your uh, fiat currency you're denominating it. But with Bitcoin, um, it also has this decreasing supply schedule that really cannot be altered uh, whatsoever, which gives it this unique property of being able to appreciate in an outsized way much more than other risk assets as money gets debased and much more than other commodities too. Bitcoin is a very uniquely positioned commodity money because of that. The first chart I want to look at uh, for you guys today, um, and you can see it right here, we'll have the charts, all the charts right here throughout the video, um, is every single one of Bitcoin's bear markets from bottom to peak. So in the red line, you could see the 2009 to 2011 bull market. In the blue line, you could see the 2011 to 2013 bull market, excuse me, in the red line. Uh, in the blue line, you could see the 2015 to 2017 bull market. And then in the green, you see the last bull market we experienced from 2018 to 2021. Now, what is plotted here is the bear market bottom, the very lowest price that the uh, that Bitcoin reached during that cycle. And then um, the uh, bull market that ensued afterward. Now, you can see that the current one we're in, which is the black line, we're about 20% of the way through it, right? Still in the very, very early stages of this bull market. Um, and as you can see, based on past cycles, it's not a very smooth ride to the top. There are a lot of bumps along the way, as we've experienced so far, with a few 20, 30, even 40% drawdowns. Chances are, with the macro turbulence, uh, we're probably going to see many, many more drawdowns. So that's just a chart that'll paint the picture of how Bitcoin generally operates and where we're at in this cycle. Now, I want to show you a different view. So that was bull and bear market stuff that applies to every single type of asset uh, out there as uh, you know the market cycle ebbs and flows. But let's talk about Bitcoin cycles, specifically the different halving epochs or the different periods of time during which Bitcoin supply schedule was 50 Bitcoin per 10 minutes. 25 Bitcoin, 12 and a half, and the current one we are in, which is 6.25 Bitcoin every 10 minutes. Take a look at this chart here. Um, and basically, it's the exact same thing. Bitcoin's first epic is in orange. Its second one is in red. Its third one is in blue. And its fourth one that we're currently in is in green. So you can see we're about four-fifths of the way done uh, with this existing time frame within which Bitcoin supply schedule is 6.25 Bitcoin every 10 minutes. And as you can see, they're diminishing returns each cycle. And that makes sense. Bitcoin's market valuation uh, has grown 
uh, exponentially, but by the same token, you're going to get far more appreciation when Bitcoin's, uh, you know, when Bitcoin's uh, total market valuation is, uh, you know, somewhere between 10 million and 100 million versus now where it's now uh, in the 400 billion to 500 billion dollar territory. Of course, you're going to see less percentage appreciation as Bitcoin grows cycle after cycle. And that is what is observed in this chart here, diminishing returns with each epic. Um, but it goes to show that after each halving, you'll notice that the price rarely ever goes down. You'll notice that after every single halving event, which is the beginning of each of these lines, Bitcoin's price absolutely rips, which is something that's extremely, uh, extremely interesting, right? The halving plays a role in Bitcoin's price. It certainly does. Definitely isn't the only factor to consider. Of course, macro conditions. Bitcoin is a, an, one asset in a universe of other assets, uh, other much larger, more liquid and actively traded assets. But it is interesting. And this, this component of Bitcoin where its supply is cut in half every four years, ceteris paribus, right, which means all else equal. Demand stays the same. That means Bitcoin's price rockets. And that's what you see here time and time again after Bitcoin supply is cut in half. Let's take a look at this growth of the Bitcoin network in three different ways. So after each halving event, how does Bitcoin's market cap grow? We'll take a look at this chart here. You'll note that Bitcoin's market cap after every single halving has this huge exponential rise. Now you'll note that the returns, just like I mentioned previously, are lower each cycle. And that just makes sense. As the asset grows bigger, as the market valuation grows bigger, it's growing less and less in percentage terms because it's not like the absolute amount of dollars is also growing, right? As the amount of dollars, as the absolute amount of dollars increases, it's much harder to get those same percentage gains after each halving cycle. The second thing that grows after Bitcoin's halvings, of course, it's always growing, but particularly after these halvings where the supply is cut in half, is the US dollar settlement value. What is the value of the total US dollars that are settled using the Bitcoin network? And you'll note in this chart that just like the price, it rises after every single halving. It's important to note that obviously in the Western world, we treat Bitcoin like the NASDAQ. We treat Bitcoin like any other asset we could just park our wealth in. But it's important to note that that's not what it is for folks in Nigeria, for individuals living in countries where they may not have the access to readily liquid and uh, you know available currency. They may not even have the right to own their own currency, right? Um, and so Bitcoin is essentially distributing these property rights and giving people the ability to transact across the world. So in the Western world, we not we may not care about this as much. We may care about number go up. But it's important to remember that Bitcoin, the asset, uh, basically enables this for users worldwide. So seeing U.S. dollar settlement volume grow cycle after cycle is extremely encouraging. That's one of the cool, unique properties about Bitcoin as well. Not just an asset, but a monetary network. The Bitcoin layer is proud to be sponsored by River. River has become the Bitcoin exchange of choice for the long-term investor if you guys are looking to get into Bitcoin. You can buy Bitcoin with zero fees using recurring purchases, which is something that isn't available anywhere. Uh, and also, one unique thing about River is that unlike all these exchanges that have exploded over the last year, these crypto exchanges, not only is River Bitcoin only, but they also have a unique proprietary system of multi-sig cold storage where they keep 100% full reserves. Your Bitcoin is at River Financial. It is not being lent out. It is not being rehypothecated. It is held by River with no third-party custodians. That is remarkable. You will have absolute peace of mind investing with River. They also have very, very unique set of product offerings as well. If you're looking to set up your inheritance, set up your Bitcoin for your family, you can do that as well. They have unique one-on-one -on -one private client services, which gives you a very personalized experience at River so you can set up your Bitcoin the way that you want to. They also have hosted mining services to purchase a Bitcoin miner completely hassle-free and you can use them to set up your business if you want your business to accept lighting payments. Guys, River is this all-in-one Bitcoin institution. River is truly setting the new standard in 
Bitcoin. Invest in Bitcoin with confidence. Guys, get started at River by visiting river.com or just clicking the link in the video description. The Bitcoin layer is also sponsored by Passport. Passport is the Bitcoin hardware wallet that you already know how to use. You guys know how big of a fan we are of Passport. I use it nearly every day when I'm trying to work around with my hardware wallet solution. You guys, it is the sleekest, most intuitive hardware wallet on the market. If you know how to use a phone or a calculator, you'll know how to use this. So if you've been on the fence about taking Bitcoin into your own custody, look no further than Passport. You guys, you can visit foundationdevices.com or thebitcoinlayer.com slash foundation and use code BitcoinLayer to get $10 off the purchase of a Passport hardware wallet. Or just click the link in the video description. And now on with the show. Okay, and the third thing that grows after every single Bitcoin having is its hash rate, you guys, right? The total computing power that is going in to mining new Bitcoin. And just like the uh, market value, this also has diminishing marginal returns each cycle, right? Of course, it's very difficult on a percentage basis relative to the total network to raise the computing power by that degree. But you'll know that the Bitcoin network does grow stronger after every single halving. Again, very encouraging from a network security perspective. You want your network to be growing stronger as more users are using it. And so the incentive is rising for people to attack it, right? The more computer security, uh, the more security on the Bitcoin network, the better. Now we have three final charts here. Now these three final charts help to paint the picture that we are in all likelihood, in our opinion here at the Bitcoin layer, our opinion is growing, that we have put in the cycle bottom for this cycle. Bitcoin has seen its lowest price this cycle. The first one that I'll show you is the realized price juxtaposed with the Mayer multiple. Now the Mayer multiple is a level that is derived using the 200 day moving average. And the realized price is the average cost basis or the average purchase price or price that these coins were last moved at by users on the Bitcoin network. And you'll see that every single time the green line moves below the purple line or the mayor multiple moves below the realized price, that's when Bitcoin puts in its cycle bottom. And you'll notice that those areas are highlighted in purple. You'll notice during the first bull run in 2012, during the, excuse me, bear market, during the second bear market in 2015, during the third bear market in 2019, and the fourth, of course, that we experienced just now, these highlighted areas in purple where this crossover happened is exactly where Bitcoin put in its price bottom. And you'll notice that that area has been highlighted for earlier this year. You could take a look right there at the purple line. It is no longer there. Uh, realized price has crossed back underneath the Mayer multiple. And we are once again back in these normal conditions. By all accounts, by this metric, at the very least, it seems that Bitcoin's price has put in its bottom. Let's take a look at another chart. Another chart. This is another Bitcoin native thing. This is dormancy. We're talking about dormancy. So the amount of coins that are just sitting, lying in wait and doing nothing. You'll notice here the percent of supply that hasn't moved in one year or more has risen to an all time high of nearly 70%. That's absolutely remarkable, you guys. 70% of the uh, outstanding supply of Bitcoin hasn't moved in a year. And you'll notice that every single time this dormancy builds up, which is these humps, right, which means more coins are not moving. They're just sitting still. Every single time that happens, Bitcoin's price has put in a bottom. Of course, this is just corollary. It's not necessarily causal. It's a confluence of factors, not just including Bitcoin native stuff, but including the macro backdrop that allows Bitcoin to put in a cycle bottom, which of course brings us to the macro conversation. We have these two charts. We have the understanding that uh, every single time Bitcoin's halving occurs, every single time these other indicators occur as well, but primarily the halving, uh, Bitcoin's price tends to appreciate by a very, very substantial degree, right? These signature you know, the uh, 50, 100% runs that Bitcoin goes on, right? They're, they're very signature to Bitcoin. People know Bitcoin for doing those things. 
But it also, conveniently, this next halving, which is set to occur next April, lines up with the Fed's next potential easing. As we know, we're going through the most aggressive credit tightening in history. And for now, hopes of a soft landing are kind of rising. But the general consensus is that they're gonna, there's going to be some kind of deflationary bust in markets that will warrant the Fed to begin easing. And even if there isn't one, the entire goal of what the Fed is doing here is to bring inflation back down to its 2% target without creating economic distress. Of course, it is going to create economic distress along the way. It would rather not do that. But once it does do that, right, once the economy starts to deteriorate, once the labor market starts to unwind, and once inflation returns back to its 2% target or even below its 2% target, then the Fed will begin reversing course. Now, of course, next April is lining up with the Bitcoin halving and CPI inflation swaps are pricing inflation to return back down to 2% as early as fall of this year. So in just, just the next couple of months, guys, the Fed will no longer have a reason to be as tight as it is. And if the economy ends up unwinding and the labor market ends up deteriorating within those six months approaching Bitcoin's halving, there's a very, very good chance, right? This is, of course, conjecture that Bitcoin's halving, which is a huge shock for Bitcoin's price, historically speaking, could also line up with the Fed easing, right? The Fed pivoting, which of course is supportive of risk assets in the longer term. So that's all for today. Of course, make sure you guys subscribe and hit the notification bell so you get reminded whenever we post a new video and keep it here at the Bitcoin layer for everything Bitcoin and macro. Take care. Once again, a huge shout out to the sponsors of the Bitcoin layer. The Bitcoin layer is brought to you by River. Purchase Bitcoin with no fees when you dollar cost average and you can know your assets are held in multi-sig cold storage with 100% full reserves. Plus, River has their built-in infrastructure so they do not rely on third-party custodians. We're seeing the issues that people like Prime Trust are having. Plus, River has their own infrastructure so they do not rely on third-party custodians, which have been having a lot of trouble as of late. There's a new standard in Bitcoin and River is setting it. Get started at River by visiting visiting river.com or clicking the link in the video description. Bitcoin Layer is also sponsored by Passport. Passport is the world's most intuitive Bitcoin hardware wallet. We're huge fans of it. It's designed just like a phone or a calculator, so you will know how to use it the moment you pick it up. Take your Bitcoin off exchanges and into your own hands in just a few minutes and experience the peace of mind that comes with taking your Bitcoin into your own hands. You can get one today at foundationdevices.com or just click the link in the video description. Thanks, everyone. Take care.